Welcome to the Talking About Life podcast. I am your host, Ian Lepkowski. My Twitter handle is at K-O-W-S-K-Y underscore E-T-H, as in the first three letters of Ethereum. My ENS is Kowski.E. We always start the show by showing gratitude and thankfulness to God, source, energy, the universe, whatever you believe to be larger than yourself, if you so do. We thank that magic for bringing these guests to the show, getting them to say yes, getting guests to keep coming on and, you know, whatever helps me finding different people to keep bringing value and lessons. We obviously also need to thank uh, thank and be grateful for the guest, which is Franklin Cheeky, but goes by just Frank. Uh, the Twitter handle, though, is at Franklin Cheeky. So that's at F-R-A-N-K-L-I-N-C-H-I-Q-U-I. And his Twitter bio reads, hello, I'm Frank, learner who is trying to apply what he is learning to create a better life for him and his family. It starts with love, continues with faith. Also a link to the YouTube in there. Um, and again, we're incredibly grateful to have you on the show. We thank you for coming up to you know give us your time, share your stories with us. In addition to your bio, if there's anything else you want to say about yourself, go ahead. But how are you doing today and how are you doing in general? I appreciate it, bro. Uh, I'm feeling fantastic, bro. Yeah, can't ask for more. It's a great day, great start. Uh, I'm really happy to be here, bro. Well, yeah, man, I always say it's a great day for a great day. I learned Thread Guy has been saying that long before me. I just started saying that. I just got clued in. I'm not the first. I didn't think I was, but uh, I, I I like him. I, I didn't know he uh, uh, said that. It's funny because I'm following him. But fuck yeah, man. Great day for a great day every single fucking day, if you say so, if you start it with that attitude and you be happy. Um, so the show is about passion. It's about positivity. What is it that gets you positive? What are you most passionate about in life? That's a great question, bro. Um, what gets me positive? What gets me going? Um, really breaking those negative thoughts that I have in my head, because it gives me it gives me an insight of like what other people are going through. So when I'm able to do something that I say I'm gonna do, it just really boosts up my energy. It boosts up my confidence. Um, sharing that with other people is really what I'm passionate about trying to get as much people with that flow it's really what i think i'm here for um it, it definitely started with my children i know that you're a father now so congrats i'm saying this now like through through here congrats on, on, on being a father thank you very much um you can definitely um maybe uh, agree with this or put your take on it but when your children are born like your ego or instantly is like dead it dies uh instantly somebody is more important than you um no matter your faults you always want to correct them because what are you going to be offering your children what are you going to leave them with um that's what really gets me going i want to be a real life example to them um, uh, it kind of even gives me goosebumps because I, I know everybody go, comes from a troubled past, um, addiction, uh, just making bad choices. And now, because I'm a father of three, I always have those three little human beings in front of mine. Every time I'm, I'm thinking of making a bad decision or if I'm having a lazy day, they always come to mind 
and they it pushes me to to just try to do at least something you know um that's what really gets me going and i feel like if more people were were doing the things that they actually wanted to do kowski that's how you pronounce it kowski kowski it's uh, the last part of left kowski so yeah just kowski kowski um yeah i feel like if uh kowski if um, more people were able to do the things that they truly wanted to do, that that just by by default they will spread that love and energy. That it's a nice grade to uh, have a great day. It's a nice grade to have a great day. I I I saw that, bro, and I just can't get enough of it. It it your your energy, your happiness, it radiates, and I'm sure that that's a byproduct of. Of your of just being with your your child, um, seeing the innocence, seeing how she analyzes the world, um, I I feel like we're too caught up in our day to day lives, bro. Going to work, paying the bills. Um, to to say the least, uh, these past couple of years have been brutal. Um, <laughs> I I almost kind of say that I'm bored of going through history bro uh it's been a tough journey but we need to stay strong like we, we need to see the things that we're capable of doing i know a lot of stuff are out of our control but if we look and center our attention to the things that we can actually do we'll be more better off because of it yeah i agree with you 100 percent on that and i agree for me undoubtedly undisputedly that what you said about having a child and the effect it has on a person is definitely my experience. I'll say that it's not everybody's like, I haven't seen that be every parent's experience. And even um, other people are telling me, they're like, wow, you really are like happy about your kid. I'm like, isn't every parent like, like, like like, uh, surprised, like um, that I'm this happy. I'm like, they're like, they're like, you're like happy like the mom usually is. I'm like, do not all dads get as happy as the, like the mom? Like, what the, f- <laughs> like, yo, I am so fucking happy. Like, bro, like every time I make her smile, bro, I fucking won, bro. Like, that's a big win. Like, like if you ever played a sport, bro, a video game, like the, the feeling you get at the end when you fuck somebody up and you're like, I won, bro. Every time she smiles, I have that. Like, like, you know, even Super Smash Brothers, they're like three minute rounds, bro. You can make her smile fucking 30 times in 30 seconds sometimes. Or she's just like, laughing bro i'm winning that whole time like that is such a big fucking win for me dude like like there's no it's like a high bro it's a it's a drug i'm addicted to it like my daughter's laughs and smiles so i'm a hundred percent on board with you but other people are like damn bro like you are literally getting high off your daughter's smiles i'm like yeah is other do other people not know about this this is the cheapest drug i made this myself this is wild so i i agree with you a hundred yeah, I mean, and, and to just touch on that, bro, like, you made that person, you know, half of you, it's in in that little bundle of joy. And I'm, I look at my children, I'm like, how can somebody so broken, so fucking messed up, create something so beautiful, so pure, bro? I look at them and I try to fix my wrongs, you know? I I can't blame my parents for what they didn't know, but I didn't get the childhood I really wanted. And that was to say that they were hardworking people. I'm a first generation. So all they knew was hard work, but I missed them, bro. I, I needed them in my life. 
Um, I needed their guidance. I needed their hugs. I needed, I needed to hear that everything was going to be okay. And that's what I try to do with my children, bro. Yo, can I hit you with something wild? Yeah. What if you needed them not to be? That, that can be true, bro, because I guess if they were there, I wouldn't be the person I am now. Right. And maybe, maybe you would have been a better person. That's the other side of it. I acknowledge it 100%. But what if you would have been a worse person? We don't know. And, and that's why I try to not blame them, you know? I, I say like, I can't blame them for what they the, didn't know. What if everything they lack is what made you this person, right? Because I have similar feelings, and I had a long journey. I'm 31. I went through, like, you know, cutting myself, eating problems, like, different types of drug addictions, uh, getting into fights, like, all sorts of shit, man, because my parents got right. when I was three, and my whole life, everything was my parents' fault for a long time. And then one day, I just decided I wanted to be the hero that wasn't there for me. I wanted to be the parents that they weren't. And I was like, I don't know who I would have been if they were the people I wanted them to be, but I'm definitely going to be a more version of what I'm, I'm i'm imagining because i'm not following the example of someone before me i'm looking at what's lacking and i'm filling in the canvas myself with what i think is the best and most beautiful and now i'm going to be that so it's like i like fuck it if i would have been better the other way bro i don't want to fucking know about that don't tell <laughs> yeah man i totally agree with you here so if it's if it's one way or the other i'm committing that i would have been worse the other way that's the i, I you know what i mean it's your choice how to see it i'm choosing that way because the other way sucks no, you're so you're so right. But just to touch, like just to touch on that too, the the reason why I do go hard, and maybe the reason why you go hard, is because of that. So that does have an importance. And yeah, no, don't dwell on the past. What what happened happened. But what what you say is true. Not every parent is appreciative of having a, a child present. But I look deeper into that, like back to what you said the part of me is there i made that uh i'm able to see from coming out i was able you know to be in the in the room helping um the mother of my of my daughters give birth and to see it come out and to see her go through like extreme pain like it makes me just be grateful Grateful to be alive, you know? That's where we come from, bro. That's the process that we go through. Um, I don't know. I just became super hypersensitive um, once they were born, you know? It's it's more... It's nothing about me. I'm, I'm no one. It's more about them. And, yeah, I guess with, without my parents um, not being there, I probably wouldn't be the person I am now. So, yeah, looking forward, I just try to be what I was missing, like you said. And just try to be the most present I can, you know, try to guide my, my children, give them a voice, let them speak, let them bring their opinions on, uh, let them question everything. I, I, I tell them I'm their friend first. First and foremost, I'm your friend before a parent, because what is a parent? I don't want to tell my, my kids what to do, bro. I, I, want them, I want them to question everything and to guide themselves, you know, because, uh, because the way I was born is do this do that and i'm like why because i told you so well that's not a fucking answer <laughs> um if i'm telling you to do something and you you can question it and tell me that that's not the right way then i'm fucking proud of you <laughs> go ahead and do it your way because you just corrected me a lot of people shy away from that they 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 instantly want to punish but 
I, I don't think that way. Um, like you said, give whatever I was lacking. And I honestly was lacking the voice, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a voice. And that's why I feel like I need to speak louder. Uh, I feel passionate about giving other people the small voice a voice. It's just something that, again, it was the byproduct of my past. But this is what I'm here for, bro. This, if this is what passion is, this is what I feel right now. What I feel the energy coming out of you, the energy that's coming out of me right now, this is what I feel. But that It starts with love, and then you just continue with faith. You know, you, you believe in that higher power that you say. Because how are we here, you know? We, we, we don't take... I don't think we take or be grateful for for the, for this day today, bro. You woke up today. You you don't deserve another day. But you're given another day. Like, why are you not doing the most with it, bro? Why are you not trying to be the best person you can be today? Because today wasn't it wasn't guaranteed. It just happened. Have you heard about well, Memento Mori? Um, no. So Memento no. Mori, funny you haven't heard about it because it's essentially to some extent what you're talking about. Um, but, you know, these concepts take many different forms. But it's the idea of waking up with the intentionality. Uh, it's like a stoic idea. Like it's like a Marcus Aurelius kind of thing. But it's mm -hmm. like waking up with the uh, intentionality. I know I could die. So Memento, I think, is remember Mori is like death. So it's like mm -hmm. remember that you're going to die. And don't live every day like you're going to for sure die tomorrow. You'd spend all your money. It's crazy. Every day, like you're not sure whether you're going to die or not tomorrow. And you have to do what you would do if there was no way to know. So you'd have to kind of plan for like, maybe yes, maybe no. What would you do in that case? How would you like, it's, it's like embrace the, like, cause that's the truth. Like it's not really live your life as if it's like, that's the truth. You don't fucking know. You could die. You could not because that's, so if you could die at any moment and you're definitely dying at the end of it, no one has made it out of life alive to date that we know about. Like even even Jesus was rumored to, and then he went back. So no one right. no one has made it all the way out alive. <laughs> At the end of it, you're going back. So you know it's it's remembering no matter what you know you may die tomorrow, you may not, you may have a hundred years, you may have ten days, but you're definitely dying. So given that your time is limited, what the fuck are you gonna do with today, bro? And that's that's memento mori. So you know mm. you, like mm. go into, you know it's a great day for a great day. That's not talking about the death, but for me that's part of it. And the fact that it's a choice. Like, I don't wake up, bro, in the morning, rubbing the sand fucking sleepies out of my eyes. Like, it's great. Like, no, I have to, like, you know, splash a little water on my face, bro. Get my clothes on. Like, stretching, do a little breathing. And then I got to go, okay, I'm tired. I'm getting the sleepies off. But let me choose to fucking start the day in a good mood, bro. Let me fucking sing a song. Let me fucking tell myself it's a great day. Let me tell the world it's a fucking great day. And let me make that fucking true. Let me start right now before anyone comes in here and fucks with my mood or any shit. My boss says like, oh, this happened. We got to deal with this today. Fuck that, bro. It's a great day for a great day. I'm fucking putting that armor, that shield on intentionally. Amen. Amen, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Well, I'm all about that. And the other thing I think uh, is the same for me and you is I, I agree. Like, I, I had, you know, like like I explained, you know, somewhat of a sordid events in my past things. I'm not like I don't love. I wouldn't want my kid to do. I'm not super proud of. Maybe I thought they were cool at the time. I definitely don't want my kid to think those things are cool, um, you know. So 
but not everyone has that feeling. But for me, it was it was this unconditional love. And I think you I forget how you phrase it, but you said something that made me think, yeah, like he's talking about the same thing. But like you see your kids and like I didn't I don't I don't know, like my mom would like be like, I love you unconditionally. I know, mom, I know you do. I didn't feel like that growing up. Like it I knew my parents loved me. I always know both both my parents love me, but it felt very much like I love you, but like from my dad, like, but don't be a fucking artist or some stupid shit. Be like a doctor <laughs> or a lawyer. You know, and then from my mom, like, you know, I love you, but like, don't do X, Y, you know, don't do this. So, you know, she had like particular little things. It was like less big. She was like, do whatever you want in life, except this, this way. And if you are going to do it, do this, do it this way. And you have to call this person first. And if you're going to write this resume, you have to write it in this way. And I'm like, uh, it doesn't feel so unconditional. <laughs> not to make it dark but if she ever calls me and says we got a problem i'm getting a fucking shovel and some rope if we need it but like bro i got you i got ride or fucking die. like i I'm, i will protect her if i gotta bury people bro get the hydrochloric acid not really bro i'm i'm, I'm kind of kidding to make a joke but like i'm just saying <laughs> like that's the first shit that comes to mind it's like i would never do that and then i saw her i was like okay maybe there's one person i would go dark for me like yeah, bro. I protect her. Who who knows, bro? Maybe maybe I'd fight the whole fucking world with a bazooka. Like, I, dude, I like <laughs> her, and it's just like, dude, I would do anything. I I would build a house with my own two hands. I I'm not. I don't know how to do that, but if you needed me to, baby, I would fucking learn. Like, I just I don't know, man. That she gets. Not everybody has it, but I'm hearing it from you, and I love it. What what are like other ways like you you know you would describe that feeling or like ways it manifests for you or like. Like ways you kind of like impart lessons to them because I see everything you post. Like, do you just tell them the same stuff you're posting? Like, we, we post no. some similar things, kind of like self help, guidance, love, make mm -hmm. positive powder. Do you just give it to them just like that? Do you have stories? No. How do you get it through to them? So I I truly believe that the way that we really learn that our attention is captured is through storytelling. So I tell them a story about my past. You know, they see this hero. But I want to take that hero down from the pedestal and I want to tell them where I come from, you know, all the mistakes that that I've done. And then I gently push in that little nugget of gold there to give them a little lesson. And I won't say they capture it right away, but I I kind of like also pull back from explaining everything and and be more of a, I'm in the mix with you. Even though I know this already, let me go and get dirty with you so we can both learn something. And maybe you're going to learn it in your own way, which is like the ideal place, bro. You want them to know it their way and not the way you're saying it. And I mean, when, when it comes to teaching them, I, I teach them by example. And that's where I, I defeat that lazy person. I defeat that person that is filled with self-doubt because I have to show my children that we shouldn't care about what other people are saying. If I'm, if I'm telling them to yell in the middle of the park, I'm great, I'm beautiful, I'm powerful, that I should not give a fuck what anybody around me is saying. Oh, but that's that I positive, should... man. Then they could cheer with you. But yeah, fuck, fuck anything but like them cheering with you. But but it's so easy to say that, bro. But right now they, they're in school, so my oldest is nine. Kids get their feelings hurt that you say one negative thing, and they're like, <laughs> "Bro, I'm telling you, I I've dealt with um, bullying myself, so it's something that really like hits home. And you can tell your kid you're beautiful. You can tell your kids don't listen to what they're saying. You can tell your kid, look, 
they're not doing anything good for you in your life. They're not buying you the presents. They didn't feed you. They didn't celebrate your birthday. They're not giving you the love and attention you need. While you're listening to them, you can tell that in many different ways, but it's still going to hurt, bro. And the thing is for me to keep on, keep on and keep on repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. Because uh, I, what, what I learned, I think I posted it up today, you know, or was it yesterday, that common sense isn't so common. It's, it's so simple to tell you don't play with fire. But, you know, eventually you might mess up and play with it and get burned. And maybe that's the, the only way you actually learn. Dealing with the pain. Saying about, you know, the beginning, like we, we got burned in the beginning. So we're good on the back end. Like what about people who come in to life and their whole family is good the whole time. And then some tragic accident happens, shakes their stability. And then their whole second half of their life is fucked. Like I'd rather the first half of my life is fucked. So I could fucking like ride through the second half ready for shit. That that's how I feel like generational like wealth, generational knowledge gets like lost because the generation that my kids are growing up on didn't deal with the stuff that me and you dealt with. Same thing as me and you didn't deal with the stuff that our parents deal with. And little by little that, that lack of experience, that real life experience that we don't have, we don't we don't we don't actually learn it. We hear it but we don't actually learn it. So we take it for granted and we say, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our parents told us this, told us that, but whatever, I'm gonna do whatever I want. I feel that's where like the parent needs to be really, really present because, okay, sure. You didn't deal with it, but be grateful that I'm teaching you something. So you don't have to deal with it. Either that, or you got to get some sort of like mini version of it for them to experience so they can kind of relate. Cause I think, I think maybe, cause this is like with my parents, like the things that I, that didn't take for me, I just couldn't relate to them. Like, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's like, I didn't respect them or I didn't believe like it wasn't like, just like they said something and it was like, that doesn't look like my world. And then some of those things, they were right. And then some of those things, I was right. It wasn't my world. They were wrong. Like they were giving me bad advice and they didn't realize it because it worked when they were my age and it wasn't working when I was my age. So I think there's a mix there. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could just say, I, I didn't go hungry like my parents did, bro. So what the hell do I know about going hungry when my parents worked day and night to give me at least that? I can I can I can never experience what they experience. So, so you're right with that. Now let me ask you this though, because you know your parents had rough some of experiences. We had different ones. What if you feel comfortable talking about fun or any of them? Like, what was a memorable tough experience you had growing up? And then what was the lesson there? How did you get through that? And then to finish it off, and how do you then impart that? To you? That's a <laughs> that's a that's a loaded question. That's a great question, bro. Um, now, I, I, Outback baked potato. I'm sorry, you cut out there. What was it? Oh, I said it's fully loaded like a baked potato out the Outback. Like it got the bacon, the cheese, the fucking butter, all that shit fully loaded. Yo, bro, you getting me hungry over here, man. <laughs> um, yeah, bro, definitely. Um, what is something that hard work, hard work um, pays off, you know, that you need to be a hardworking person. Well, that would be right now. Thing. What what was like an, the obstacle you faced? Like like before the lesson. Like what was the thing? What did you face? What did what fell out or or what was the 
negativity or the, you know, the obstacle, the challenge? Like, what was that actually, the friction? I'm not sure if I'm going to be answering the question directly, bro. You don't have to. If you're not comfortable, I don't mean to post boundaries. So if, if that's how you meant to answer, it's, 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 it's um, not because of uncomfortability. Maybe just of lack of really understanding it. But if I can just say it maybe this way, my parents um, put in a pedestal that you have to be a hard worker. And if you're not a hard worker, then you have to go hard in school. What I've learned in... Um, I feel like the world giving me some karma in the last couple of years, really after New York City was shut down and I had to change a job, that hard work really doesn't always pay off, bro. By that, I mean, you can be slaved at a job and, and do the things that people say you can't do, but you're not really going to get much out of it. As to say, if you put and direct that hard work into something that is beneficial, like I tell my kids, work harder, not smarter. Use that hard work in a smart way that you can get better results than what my parents did. And for example, by that, I had to learn myself. And that was me learning something that my parents didn't teach me. To try to be financially free, I need to start saving my money and investing it in a company, a company that produces money. So other people that are smarter than me, that are more capable than me, and I'm gonna be voting with my dollar. That is something that I'm trying to teach my kids. You know, not that you need to bust your ass just to get some type of validation from me. They're saying, okay, you are a hard worker now, now, now you can say that, that you are a good boy, a, a great girl. No, 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 to use what you know in the most efficient and smartest way possible to get the result that you actually want. I learned that through trial and error. In the last couple of, of years, I've been changing my uniform from a deli worker, Uber driver, to a porter, back in the, in the, in the grill, in a bakery, and those are all hard work, bro. I've been putting 12-hour shifts in. I've been busting my ass. And I'm not, I wasn't getting compensated the way I wanted to. But in the middle of all of that, I was using the money that I was making to invest it. So my, my tune hasn't changed. I, yeah, sure, I work hard. Maybe in a sense to get some validation from my parents and to tell them, look, your son is a hardworking guy. And whatever he doesn't fucking know, He's going to fucking learn. No matter if I burn myself, no matter if I cut myself, I'm going to bust my ass to show you that I can bust my ass. You know? But in the middle of that, use the money in a smart way. So use my hard, my hard work, my hard-earned money in the right and smart way. The only way I feel to be financially free is if you have your money invested in something. Something that is more than what you're capable of actually doing you know i might reach my goal and make what i'm trying to make one step at a time a business something that can flow but that's going to come with time but i'm banking my money more on companies i'm gonna give you an example this is not investing advice guys so please do your homework uh bank of america that i've touted on my on my on my on my tweets on my twitter account that's that's a that's a bank that's been here for decades 
a bank that, that's been through a financial crisis and came out stronger. There are people that are capable inside that, that company that make money. I'm putting my money in there. It's paying me a dividend of some sense, some sense, something like that. But it's going to, after a time, and I keep on building my position, the dividends is going to be reinvested and buying, and eventually buying a full share, and eventually is going to buy a second share and a third share. And over time, talking about 10, 20 year long term period, it's going to make it's, my, my tree is going to grow and it's going to give me the fruits that I so patiently waited for because I kept on nourishing it. That's something my parents didn't teach me. My parents were more about like, like you can't fill my shoes in because you're not, you're not there yet. You didn't deal with what I dealt with, so you don't have that like pedigree. You don't have that, that drive. Okay, fine, I don't have the drive that you have. I don't have the business that you might have, but in my own way, I'm doing what I can with the money I have to build something for my children. I want there to, in my, in my family tree, to point out where Franklin Chiki is at, and from there on, the, the tree grows exponentially, bro. And that came, yes, through hard work, but more through studying, more through being disciplined with my money, more to do with what I learned and less to do with about what they taught me. And that is something I pride myself on. That is something that I try to teach my children. I'm not sure if that answers your question directly, bro, but... Yeah, no, it definitely does. I understand how you were answering it now. And I, you, you don't have to answer it directly either. I just thought I wasn't being clear. But now I'm getting it that what you're saying was the, the lesson for you or the challenge was getting this lesson that hard work pays off, which is, which is another thing I dealt with as well. Um, and then going through the life experience of doing hard work in some way, shape, or form and realizing, like, wait a second, you could bust your fucking ass for minimum wage. Like, hard work to does not always pay off. In fact, hard work often doesn't pay off. It reminds me of um, I fixed computers. And one time I was like fixing a thing for somebody and he had this nice watch on, he had nice clothes on, like, you know, he looked like he was fucking wearing money, bro. And I was like, damn, bro, like, what do you do? And he was talking about like this construction business, like, you know, how he went through it and got started. And, you know, and I go, bro, like, like, that's awesome. He goes, yeah, like, he goes, you know, I can't complain about my life, this and that. But he goes, but, like, sometimes I look around at other people who have money, like me, this, blah, blah. He goes, I wish I worked with my head instead of my hands. He goes, I wish I was, like, an accountant or something where I wasn't, like, breaking my back and doing construction. Because now I can feel it. Like, I got injuries. I'm tired. And he goes, now I'm kind of managing. But still, like, you know, I'm not at the point where, like, accountants are just, like, have younger kind of bodies. For and they have more in his So it's like, yeah, dude, it's. It's the work smarter, not harder. Because even some of the people who do work harder and it does pay off for them, like even him, like he looked impressive to me. I was like, damn, bro, you look like a fucking G. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't say it like that, but like, you know what I mean? But uh, but that's what I was thinking. And that's basically what I expressed. Like, you look cool as shit, dude. You look rich. Like, you look good, like something that's inspiring. And he was like, thank you. But like, I wish I was like, computers or something. He's like, I wish I did something with my head like you because, you know, your back's not going to hurt like mine at this age. So, Th that that definitely that's like that's more like right that jives with what you're saying i love that i love the way you said it you shorten it up work with your head not your hands i love it yeah dude because you know i mean it takes uh you know it can take a toll on your body and that's that's the other thing too bro like i don't know if you ever looked at these um i don't know like gifs or whatever the fuck it is online but dude there's shit that like maps out like how much money like 
Warren Buffett and like Jeffrey Bezos really have, and it like it'll divide it out to like the minute. Like, bro, these guys are making like millions of dollars a minute. Some of these people are like, or per hour, or like whatever it was, dude. It's like it's some crazy stats, and you realize nobody is. There's no way. There's no human human that exists that's outputting in proportion that's rich like that to the amount of dollars that they're earning per hour. Like the richest people actually work the least hard. Maybe they worked really hard in the beginning. Beginning, but like no like you have to work smart and hard to get there and then you have to work smart and hard in a way uh smart and hard in a way where you're aiming to a place where you get yourself out of the system bro where you're not working fucking basically at all anymore and you're just sitting there and you're working your work for you and your money is fucking working for you and that's like you know zuckerberg fucking mark cuban fucking you know bezos bro all these fucking guys right Definitely, bro. And you start noticing that when they actually get their wealth, they get it over time, bro. People are too quick. They're, we live in a, in a world where everything is just so instant that they want everything so fast. Not not everybody's willing to wait decades, bro, because that's what it takes. Decades. Not only to unmask a large amount of money, but also to get the fucking results that you want. To take control of your life, it takes that day at a time, bro. I felt the video so much. The It's a great day to have a great day because it's those little, little tiny steps that seem like nothing to everybody that means the fucking world to you. And that's what matters. Every single body over here needs to do something that matters to them. Like, don't copy other people. What goes for you? If it's not fitness, then... A breath work if it's not meditation then swimming if it's not swimming then running if it's not investing then trading i don't know what the answer is for everybody but you need to have something that works for you because at the end of the day it's it's only a personal thing it's always a personal thing you know whatever you're doing in your life you need to be able to identify what it what it is is it a good thing is it a bad thing am i fucking up myself because i'm over consuming you're, you're so right when you say that though you gotta you gotta measure the results i agree definitely bro it's patience it's patience the stuff that you actually want just going back to the thing with the kids though too it's patience, but it's also actually doing the stuff, you know, like, like you, this is kind of something we uh, touched on, but it's like, like the idea of like, do what I say, not what I do. It's like, like you kind of got some of that from your parents, like, no, do this. And like, but you're not on this level, but you can't relate, but do this anyway, but I'm saying this and I'm doing this, but you got to do that. And it's confusing. It's like, the fuck is all that? So it's like what you, what you really learn from your parents, whether you mean to or not, you kind of become the best and worst of who your parents are. So that's what brings you back or brings me back to the inspiration of like, I actually have to do better. I have to help myself more. Like I've always been, not always, but after a certain point, I got more self-help minded even before I had a, uh, a baby. But now that I have the baby, dude, it's a supercharge. It's, it's just that reinforcement of not only do I have to work hard, but I have to be like, I can't be anything I don't want my daughter to be. So I have to now start thinking of like, like me kind of outside of myself 
in her energy. Like, what if my energy comes back to me through her? Like, what if, you know what I mean? It's this, it's the shit you hear your kids saying, and they said it because they heard you say it. And you're like, holy shit, do I sound like that? Like, my daughter's only three months, so I'm not quite there yet. But that, that, like, do you, like, have, like, your kids are older, right? Like, you have three kids. You must have that experience, no? Oh, definitely, bro. There's some stuff that I'm like, wow, I fucked up heavy. Like, why are you sounding like you're nagging at me? And again, it's it's not perfect. It's not perfect. But again, that's probably a byproduct of the way I was raised. And not to make any excuses, you know, it, it just comes out sometimes. And when I see it, I call it out to myself, obviously, because I tell them something. And I tell them, like, it's monkey see, monkey do. They really only, like, learn fully by what you're doing. So you could go ahead and say a whole bunch of shit. But if if you're saying hard work and you're sitting down, they're only looking at sitting down. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's funny because um, one day, like, me and my dad were, like, I don't know, like, getting fast food. Something that's taking a while. Like, and we're waiting. I, like, look at him and I'm like, what are they waiting for? Christmas? And he's like, what did you just say? Like, where did you get that? I'm like, I don't know. You always say that, like, when we're stuck in traffic. <laughs> like, Necessary. like i kind of got it i was like you know what i mean but i just he said it and then i said and he was like oh he's like that's crazy he's like he's like well don't don't say that to like the fast food people he's like in the car they can't hear us he's like don't, don't say that to other people i was like oh yeah bro we, we, we did. good thing that you catch good thing you're catching it now while she's three months because yeah you really got to be careful about what you're saying and what you're doing because they're like a sponge, bro. I I picked up on some um, parenting books because, again, I wanted to try to be the best possible. And a lot of it is that, bro. They pick up on, on what you're saying. And they pick up more on what you're doing. And they're like a sponge from date of birth up to age five, I believe. So those are the, the, the most crucial, crucial, crucial uh, moments in their lives where, like, they grow from that. So right yeah, now, 100%. That you say, go ahead. That uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Now that just that your baby is three months old is where you know you can think about that a little bit and see what you what you really want your your child to to become. I really wish, for example, that I I fed my kids more uh, greens when they were younger. That's just like one example. Dude, that's so funny. I've I've been asking um, people or, you know, having similar conversations when I get other parents on the show that we're having now. And that's one of the ones that's come up multiple times. Like, and, and so I've learned that one, but they're like, yo, don't just give your kids the foods they like. Don't give them the foods you like. Give them as many fucking different foods and vegetables as you can now, because otherwise it's going to be a nightmare taking them to restaurants, getting them to eat healthy, all this shit when they're older. So you have to do it when you're younger. It's like, I don't, I don't know if I would have thought of that or not, but now I'm going to do it. Yeah, bro. For sure, man. Otherwise, Definitely. you gotta make it interesting, bro. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta spice put it up. sauce on the vegetables. You gotta spice <laughs> them up. You gotta throw some seasonings in there, bro. If it's broccoli, stir fry the broccoli with some carrots and pepper. Make it fucking. Oh, uh, bro, yo, bro, you gotta do, you, you gotta do a video of you making that. You said stir fry broccoli. Nah, that sounds yummy. Oh my god, I'll I'll do a video. I think I have some. There's some videos on my TikTok. I'll I'll send it to you when I'm stir frying and shit. I I I randomly do. That. I don't have like a cooking channel, but randomly I'll just throw up the camera and be like, all right, document, don't create. Let me document me frying some shit up. And I'll, I'll tell you, but I have a good time with that. Yeah, yeah, me too. When when I'm cooking for them, it's always a hit or miss because right now they're picky. <laughs> so I, I do validate what you're saying right there. It's super hard to give them something to eat that they didn't eat when they were younger. 
so it's always a hit or miss, and and they're not shy in telling me, "Yo, pops, <laughs> your food sucks." <laughs> uh, it's, it's been a working process, but when I cook, bro, I, it comes with love, man, because I'm trying to feed my children. So I I, I definitely dig that vibe, bro. Anything that's come up that you may think like, oh shit, I don't know if he knows it. Like, just like what you just said about the vegetables. Any other things like that I should know about, like that might blindside me otherwise, like when my kid starts doing them. Hmm. Mm, that's that's a, also a great question. Alpha, I need, bro, right? That's right. the phase I'm at right now. Like, I'm, I'm very early, bro. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in the pre-mint phase. I, I just minted. I... <laughs> you just minted. I love that. <laughs> Um, I gotta get in the Discord. They gotta read the FAQs. I'm trying to catch up on the project. I, I minted, but I didn't really read all the info before I minted. So now I'm trying to. You're reading the manual <laughs> as it goes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm checking out the roadmap. What's I think there? the best the best thing you can do, bro, is it would just come from the heart, man. It just comes from the heart. Don't 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 try to explain everything. Um, and just go with them. Have their hands. And go with them, bro. Uh, that's that's really, if anything, is taken out. Just just that. Be be the realest person you can. Don't don't be a parent. You know that's that's something that my parents. I didn't get to see who they actually are as human beings. No, I. You know, I told you about my path, my journey, so far these last couple of years. I've documented, and I've shown them. Look, your dad is now working in the deli. Look, your dad is now working in a bakery. Look, your dad now is a driver. Look, your dad now is a porter picking up trash. They see it. They see it there. This, this, it's like it's all happening in real time. They see me for who I am with all my fucking faults. I don't try to pretend I'm somebody I'm not. I think that's the best way to do it. I, I my yeah, parents, you know, kind of lied to me or, you know, told me myths or even just like Santa Claus and God and the stork and Jesus and that shit. But for me, you know, and that works for some kids. For me, I, that fostered a lot of distrust later when I was yeah. like, so my whole first half of my life, half the shit you told me, you were fucking with me. And now I'm supposed to trust you like and like we're friends like fuck off. Like <laughs> that was like disruptive for me. No, bro. You're so real, bro. <laughs> Like tooth fairy, all that shit. I'm like, so like they're like the tooth fairy's fake. They're like the tooth fairy's fake, but God's real. I'm like, yeah, okay. When the and then when I'm 20, you're gonna tell me God's not real. I'm like, that's it. None of this shit's real. And then later, I did come back to God personally, even though I still don't believe the tooth fairy. But like it, you know. But that that's when I broke off. That's when I broke off and got lost and had to find my way back. Because like once I heard the tooth fairy was lies, I didn't know if anything else was. That's true, bro. And that distrust, it, once once it's broken. Be careful. <laughs> and once that that distrust is broken, it's really hard to get it back, bro. You, it's like I think there was a quote there being thrown out that it takes so much time to build up a reputation, but as soon as it's broken, it's broken probably forever. Yeah, man. And, you know, build a reputation you know, for fifty years and tear it down in fifty seconds with one fucking viral tweet. Mm, there it goes. <laughs> That's it, bro. And maybe, if anything, bro, that the, probably the best thing I can do for my children is to get them in the habit of reading because there's a lot of shit that I don't know and I'm not going to pretend to know that shit. So if it can, if books can spark an interest and teach them something that I can't, well, I don't care what, what source they get it from. I just want them to know. 
Yeah, I think reading's really important. Like, I, you know, I don't know for a fact, but I think part of the reason I am still so creative now and have a good imagination at 31 is because before I got into video games and iPads and became techy as fuck, which I love that I'm into that now. But before that, I came out, be you know, before that kind of shit was like, existed or like attainable or like widely available for all kids so i was reading books bro harry potter magic school bus like all that fucking shit bro um and like dude you gotta like imagine that shit happening so i imagined like hundreds of people and characters and stories and places in my head and like just don't do that bro like and it's a big difference to me man like like imagining a hundred different stories to zero. like some kids it's literally zero like they just watch everything on tv and like i don't even know like i don't know how i'm gonna fucking sell my daughter on reading when she's already seen an ipad i'm gonna have to try to like you know like really make it fucking like sound good somehow you know I mean? like i'll tell her how good it was for everyone it's like I think it's important, so I love that you're talking about uh, getting them to read. Let me ask you, have you ever read like any Greek myths specifically because this is on the topic of what we're talking about? And I also think it's cool because we're talking about God and energy and connection. And this is something that came up literally with the lecture. And it's something you're bringing up too, which I like. Sometimes I just find there's these moments in time where the energy cross connects. Have you ever heard uh, the concept of the wounded warrior or uh, Chiron, the centaur from like Greek mythology? So I, I do know philosophy, um, and it, it really sparked my 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 imagination reading it. But I, I would not say that I know what you just finished saying. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So let me tell you real quick. So there's this dude Chiron, who's a centaur. He's like the king of the centaurs, and the centaurs are the dude that like on the top they're a dude, and the bottom half they're a horse. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. So that's a centaur. So he's the king of the centaurs. And what happens to him, he's immortal, but like someone fucks up. I think it's like Heracles accidentally hits him with this like poisoned arrow that normally would kill people, but like it can't kill him because he's immortal. So he literally is just in pain all of the fucking time. And that's oh, what shit. inspires him because he's immortal but wounded. He goes, I got to fucking do something about this. I got to create like medicine. I got to deal with this pain. And he becomes this wounded warrior that like trains himself and creates medicine and finds a way to help himself. But then becomes this person who permanently like for the rest of the mythos starts training other warriors and healing like young warriors. And like people come to him with like troubled childhoods type shit. And then he teaches them the lessons and then they become great fucking champions. And like, because he could heal their traumas and you know, it's like the personal growth. But the idea in the mythos is like that that's what like all great warriors are like all great or most or some line or one of the archetypes is the wounded warrior. So this is just like, we were talking about this at the beginning of the conversation, but it's interesting. I think because all that you're interested in philosophy and the Greeks are like, you know, some of the originators of like philosophy itself and you know, all the way back to ancient Greece, they're saying, yeah, we know about the wounded warrior and we're kind of discovering it like in the moment saying, like, yeah, like we were like traumatized as children and then we learned from it. Meanwhile, bro, a thousand years ago, there was a half human, half horse motherfucking king that already fucking learned this and taught people about it. It's like, like, this is the core of humanity, in my opinion. Like, I think that's cool. And like, so it's like the lesson, it's the passion, it's God, it's the connection. And then it's like, but that's the story. So that's like, if you get your kids to read, they might just fucking read that. They may learn it from reading before they even have to go through it. I, so that's, you know, it's a lot of different points, but that's like the power of all that. Would you agree? I definitely do agree. And I feel like you summed up my bio and maybe just who I am in general with that. I am 
we are all warriors. I've been wounded by my past and it takes really just being self-taught. You know, I look for the shit that I want to learn. I, I apply the shit that I want to learn and I can't forget where I come from. I got scars. I, I can definitely relate to you cutting yourself as me too. I've cut myself several times when I was younger and just going through all of that and having the desire to actually want something better. It, it comes from just from having my children for sure, because I don't think I would ever do it on my own. Um, I felt that as soon as they came into my life, I wanted to, instantly I wanted something better for myself. Um, but to everyone that is struggling out there, bro, that's really where you have to start. What don't you know and what can you actually learn, bro? There's, there's so much stuff out there for you to, to grab and actually put your attention, bro. Put your time, put your attention to it. Learn something. Start with one thing. And, and and work your way up there, bro. Well, right. The the thing why I po post on my videos and they're so short and it's just like a quick quick 12 to 15 second rep is because I'm trying to make it as little as possible. So there's no fucking excuse why I'm not taking control of my life. And yes, like you said, this is stuff that's that's already known. This is stuff that that philosophers that that even in bibles is there you you know but we don't take the time to actually learn it and so we go through all of this turmoil we go through all this pain just to go back to where where we should have started in the beginning and that's that's by reading bro that's that's really by opening your mind to stuff that actually matters and it's really hard to focus when there's so much fucking shit in your face 24 7 like, I, I think I put something on, on Twitter about, like, Web3 is so hard to keep up because it's 24-7. Now, more than ever, I feel like everything is 24-7, bro. Like, you need to take control of your focus, take care of it, and guide it somewhere. I, I hate to, to cut this conversation super short, my guy, because this is such a great conversation. But I, I didn't know that I was scheduled to go into work, and I got to go into work at, in 10 minutes. Yeah, bro, you're not even cutting it that short. In fact, you're you're just cutting. So the last ten minutes anyway is a call to action or self promotion. Ten minutes. So like, if you just want, it's up to you. You don't have to do anything. It's it's it. This is your part of the show. Kind like the whole thing is us, but this is like hyper spotlight you. So if you have like a link or anything you can throw out, I think I saw you have a YouTube in your bio. If you just want to tell people like and subscribe and just say peace out, and then you could sign off, and I'll just close out the uh, ending thing. Or or if you literally got to go now, be out. But th this is your time to do the call to action if you want the call to action guys the call to action just take it one step at a time take off the pressure there is no pressure bro you can be like gary says it a couple of times you can be 50 60 and you're still in the game but it's not even about gary it's just about you personally you can fix your life if you focus on the stuff that you can control there's nothing much that I can say, you know, apart from the stuff that you already said. I have a Twitter. Oh, you on YouTube, YouTube, right? <laughs> I have my YouTube channel that I haven't been posting <laughs> to. I have an ambition to make one step at a time more known to be a community of like-minded people. Um, I have the heart and the passion for it. I just need to put my body to work. And 
it's going to require that, guys. You're going to be doing stuff that you don't want to do. There's going to be times where you wake up not fucking motivated, but you still got to get your ass up and do it because you want a better life for you, for yourself, for your family, for everybody around you, bro. That that and the energy that I feel coming from you, it, it's it's a real energy. It, it, it radiates, bro. And I feel it right now in my job. Like, I'm liked by a lot of people, and I don't do it because... I want to be light. I just do it because it's who I am. And playing nice feels good, baby. Exactly. Playing nice and being the best person you can be, by default, you're going to be spreading that out to everybody, bro. And that's what I wish for everybody in this fucking world, that you come here and you live a life that is worth living and you pass that along to everybody you can, bro. Because you, at the end of the day, I want my existence, not to matter as an ego, it's just to say that, yo, Franklin was here and he made an imprint in me, and because of that, I'm going to pass that shit forward. Fuck yeah, dude. So I'll let you go out on that. That's a positive message. Let Franklin inspire you. Let Frank inspire you. Let me inspire you. We got Kyle down there. He's an inspirational motherfucker, too. Let Kyle inspire you. Check him Check him out if you're watching this. Uh, we're, like, looking uh, at the profile. He's another cool person. Kyle, 305-29354 on Twitter. But with that, Frank, if you got to log out, go ahead and log out. I will just say thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your lessons with us, telling about your hardships, your struggles, your passions, your kids, your family, how you want to find, like, the light in life, work smarter, not harder. Like, always getting that fucking bag, bro. Doing what's right for your kids. Realizing that when you become a father or a parent, someone's dependent on you. And that's, like, a moment where you can step it up and depend on yourself and become more dependable. So I fucking love you for that. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show and doing that. Then, you know, like I said, if you got to log off, log off. But I'm just going to do the rest of the closeout. So we always thank the guests for coming on the show. Kyle, you know I love you. Thank you for coming and listening. We had a few other people. Thank you, everyone who listened to the show. We really appreciate y'all. If you uh, enjoyed the show as well, like it, share it, retweet it, follow our YouTubes, follow our Twitters, click all our links, go to our link trees, check our bios, follow our shit. If you, if you didn't, yo, we are so fucking sorry. We wasted the hour. You should have left earlier. That's crazy. I found another podcast. I'm sorry if you didn't enjoy it. I love you. Maybe come to the next one. But, but if find someone that you know you're friends with, and tell them that if you're to keep this recommendation, check out Cassie's book about live podcast. The last, uh, last couple things to say here. We also put out thanking God and the universe and all of the energy for, like I said, bringing the show together, bringing people together, talking about life. God creates life. So thank God for that. And then the very last message, message from our friend Afakasi Brand, which is if you haven't heard it today, you are loved. There is light and dark in the universe. There's also a oneness, though, and that oneness is love. So you are love itself incarnate walking around. You are the energy of the universe in the form of a person. So not only are you love itself, but if you have not heard it today, you are loved.